coming up on Just Elders Podcast. I'm hey. feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, man. God good. Hey, good. Hey, you hey, know what I'm You know what? You know what? Today, you know, I'm going to play B Mike Day. <laughs> <laughs> but when I tell you, I was proud. Cause I still, I still proud that I won my middle school talent show. Be like that, man. Be like that. I mean, I talk about that shit all the time. So like, we don't just got one hey good here. We just got oh, hey you good. did say it was a family affair. Yeah, I'm saying man, keep it was a family affair. What we got going on? So we had the fam- what? we had the we had the vlog coming. So y'all see soon, but. Grab the mic, man. Tell, tell him how you told me not to rock with Eldridge no more. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that Eldridge boy alone. That Y'all still doing that? <laughs> the process of transitioning to adulthood is hearing what your parents say, right? Even if your parents disagree, but being bold enough to say, you know what, I'm still going to try it my way. Yeah. And being okay with the consequences. It happens. Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> he wouldn't know. Yeah, two out of three. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I saw you. you, you what yeah. you thought about you people? Scale of one to seven, can't use seven. I know. One, scale of one to ten, can't use seven. What do you think about you people? Because it's just for me. I just always I'm black. I'm going. I'm going to be <laughs> straight up. I'm, Hang on, every, man, t- every time mad as hell. <laughs> if you don't want to kiss lips, I don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> he was like, "Go back in the house, Shaniqua." Uh-uh, <laughs> he was yeah. like, "No, Shaniqua, take your ass back in the house." And then you see in the rivery mirror the zombies come well, out, just running across. Hold on, we always talking about trying to protect black women. But, it's two types of apocalypse. Which one would you want to go through? The zombie apocalypse. Or the robot apocalypse. Cause sometimes being successful is calling yourself what you're not, but what you're going to be. I, I'm gonna be real. I think the biggest compliment you can get from anybody in the world is a proud sibling. None of this would happen without Keith and Keith come from y'all. So to all the hey goods in this studio, I thank y'all. For building this brother up, you know what I'm saying? That he built me up and like he has contributed to the success of my family and our timeline. Ready? Born ready. Y'all already know it's Wednesday time for your favorite podcast, the favorite podcast. Let's go. Hey. Hey. What's his name? Uh, Caleb Gordon. I like chat, chat called God Good. Finally. Big guy. You don't hear that, boy. No, hold on. He about to turn up. He about to turn up. Hold on. Hey, man. That boy good. Oh, yeah. I like, we're going to do it just like this. What's up, family? You tuning to the Just Out of the Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. hey.
Oh, yeah, that's the beat switch up, too. Who gonna spin with you? God, Father, Son, Spirit. Those are all him. Father, Son, Spirit. Those are all him. You hear this, He switched to that Migo flow. Yeah, he did, he did. Son, Spirit. He is all three. God, good. I'm right with it, man. You were chilling to the Just As a Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever get airways. We are super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. Say it every time, and we mean it every single time. We just want to give a big shout out to everybody listening to last week's episode. New Jiggers. <laughs> Hey man, that was a good episode. No, it was. That was, that was a good old playback. Shout out to Gordon. Shout out to Gordon. Listen, uh, always a good one. Um, shout out to all the new first time listeners. Welcome, welcome. This is Just As the Podcast, hosted by yours truly and producer Keith in the building. How you doing, bro? Hey man. That is not God. Why you extra? That is not God. That is not God. That is not God. Hey man, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, man. God good. Hey good. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know what? You know what? Today, you know, I'm gonna play B Mike Day. You know, it's a special. It's a special day today. I feel like I'm at the family reunion. You know what I'm saying? Low key. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and introduce the guests. You know, you gonna introduce the guest, tell the people oh, what's yeah. going on. Oh, this, yeah. this, hey, I'm vibing. I'm backseat today. So today, you know, y'all might have seen him on the pod before because he's been on the pod before. Yeah, one time. They probably heard him. Yeah, it was some shaky. Yeah, it was yeah, some shaky yeah. stuff oh, going on. This the first video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so we gotta do it right because now that you're on video. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> In 2022, he was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Brain tumor. After a successful tumor removal surgery, he has made a full recovery, and he is the epitome of a survivor. Mm. During his time at Riverdale High School, he was lettered in basketball and football. Mm. In 2007, he was named a co-captain and helped lead the team to the second Final Four appearance in school history, still to this day. He was the 2007 AJC Clayton County Henry County Player of the Year and the 2007 Southern Crescent Player of the Year. He was also the All-State Honorable Mention for 2007. He is a two-time All-Region Team Member for 2006, 2007, 2006 Peach State All-Tournament Team. That boy good. He received Team MVP Award for 2007 season, Team Defensive Player of the Year Award, 2006. He was was a three-year starter who scored over 950 points by his career at Riverdale High School. He is a Hall of Famer. He's my brother. We have Kerry Haygood. <laughs> make some noise in the back. Make some noise in the back. Y'all make some noise in the back. In the back. In the back. In the back. Make some noise. We got, got a Hall of Fame. Fame. What an air horn. Hey, there we go. There we go. What an air horn. There we go. We got a Hall of Famer in the building. In the building, man. We got a Hall of Famer in the building. Feels good. Feels good. Hey, man. Appreciate y'all. I mean, that's some of them. That's some of them. Yeah, because I, I left off. I was actually a two-time Peach State. I, did, I was on the team on my junior and my senior Boy, talk year. that talk, man. Talk like, that talk, dog. First of all, like, like when you heard that, 950, did you get mad? Like, dang, 50 more. Nah, I mean, really, because it's, it's close to 1,000. You just put 950. I like Garrett, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. man, I wasn't the only one in Riverdale that got, got, up, got up like that. So I don't want to just say that was just me. I had people come before me. 
Man, look, I wanted to come. Like, I was tied up here. But when I tell you I was proud, because I still, I still proud that I won my middle school talent show. <laughs> be like that, man. So, so, so like, be like that. I mean, I talk about that shit all the time. So, like, to be a Hall of Fame, and I seen you, bro. Like, it was a couple of folks up there, dog. Like, yeah, yeah. You, especially you the good, fan came You had through. a good uh, Hall of Fame class, too. Uh, Josh Powers in class. Yeah, Josh. He yeah. um went to the league, two-time champion with the Lakers. He was like our standard. Mm-hmm. Got it. He's the only person with his number jersey what, retired what year, up there for basketball. Oh one. Oh two thousand one, okay, yeah. So he was before you. Yeah, he was way before me. But he didn't but, go, then he goes to the final four, did he? Nah. Oh that's and, what you talking about. And, what you talking about? They go to the and, final four. And his team, there was another dude named Chris on there, Chris McFarlane. Yeah. Real deal too. Mm. So I guess for some reason though they ain't make it work, but Man, they still had they, still they ain't make it work. <laughs> man. No, I ain't saying like that. Phone, I ain't saying like that because they was still good, hey, bro. Like man. both of them still did their thing. Like they they was good. I got really got basketball on the map. What happened to Keith? Keith is Keith. He he, he got a he got a little um, little little athletic ability in him. A little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, hey, one one that. thing one thing he like is that hey good hook, boy. Yeah, I tell yeah, you that. Watch for the hook, man. Watch for that. Hey good, plus, you know, I I couldn't do the. uh You know, my 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 basketball career cut so in eighth grade, man. When they tried to fuck out me, man, I made the team, and then the nigga that I beat one on one. Yeah, I remember him telling me that one on one. Daddy came up there and was like, he was on the team last year. He wasn't on the team. So Coach Friday was like, you know, Keith, you gotta put you on the reserve team, which was when everybody start failing and couldn't play no more. That's yeah, pull, that's that's and I was like, man, fuck y'all. I ain't playing. I ain't no second. I ain't no second. Yeah. Playing soccer and baseball. No. I knew I wasn't a basketball player in middle school. Shout out to uh, Alex Brown, man, Trey. Uh, <laughs> when I was in like me and Trey were just best friends. Like we used to do everything together. Till the game of sports. <laughs> like, mm, he, say, hey. he stayed at the school to do the tryout. I tried out. And I remember the coach had us doing like the little suicide, and then when you finish, they have to pass you the ball to do a fast break layup. Okay, okay. I did my layup. The coach said, "Hey, go ahead, change it out. <laughs> go ahead, change it out. Watch. We ain't gonna do this no more." <laughs> he said, "Go, he said, go change it out." He was, uh, he was like, "Uh, you know, we'll call you if we need to sing the national anthem." <laughs> like. That man chucked me out, man. Damn. Coach Cox, man. That man races on the web. <laughs> Damn, man. I'll never forget that. But I tell you, speaking of races, like I said on the pod before, when I was at Beast Academy, though, they racist ass put me on the basketball team because <laughs> I was the only black boy there. <laughs> and Carrie was like, you made the team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They just gave me a jersey. <laughs> and he's the number one scoring option. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up? What's, hey, Athens Christian School. Everybody know that's what I'm saying. That's, what I'm saying, that's why I ended up going. But no, nah, man. Man, man, it's, man, it's the Hall of Fame. Yeah, though. congratulations for real, bro. Nah, I definitely appreciate that, man. It's an honor and it's a blessing to be honest with you. Shoot, I'm blessed to be here still, man, and then get I this know. award. That's what I'm saying. Did you get to talk to, um, the basketball team that day? I know y'all, they did. Nah, play. I actually didn't, man. I, I do want to go back though. Yeah. I actually didn't get to talk to them. I wanted to, but they had their own, own little thing going. Yeah, they had a game going. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I, been, I, I, I will say this. If I don't got there early, my bad. If I don't got there early enough, like before the games and all that, yeah, probably, so. but. Yeah, they did really did really did the whole. I feel like all the high school stadium, all the high school. And that's how, North Clayton's the last one to get done. Yeah, that's what I'm like saying. They're getting a whole new little setup over there, but everybody else gym wise, mm-hmm. it done upgraded. Yeah. Like, I mean, they still got our old gym, but 
the new gym is what we was in. New gym was nice. I got some, I got some more questions, but I definitely want, uh, we got, we don't just got one hey good here. We just got oh, two. Hey you did say it was a family affair. You know what I'm saying, man. Keep said it was a family man. affair. What we got going on? So we had the fa- we had the, we had the vlog coming to so y'all see soon, but my cousin Toya in the back now. Cousin Toya, I done talked about on the pod before. Y'all already know. Mm-hmm. I told everybody, this is my favorite cousin. We talk about favorite. Shout out to favorite yeah, cousin. Shout out to my favorite cousin. She come to everything I do, support everything I do. Now she can go back and tell everybody, oh, Lil Keithy really do be podcasting. They really do got some shit going on. And then uh she brought a son with a Javen that he a shooter. He's seventeen. You know what I mean? When I say when I say shooter, I mean them cameras, y'all. You know, we don't condone violence over here just as a podcast. Uh, <laughs> but he turned seventeen, man. We always talk about on the pod, man, like that 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 this is that crucial time, that seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, you found a passion. So I'm glad he get to see that, you know, your passion can become a profit. Yeah. And then um we are OG. Triple OG. My favorite Hager. You know what I'm saying? Hey, pops, Mr. pops in the building. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Key. And you know, if y'all, if y'all listen to the pod before, it's been a long journey. It's been a long journey. <laughs> you know, we talked about pops during the whole pod, even before we had video in the pod, even before Keith can, you know, uh, but my dad, my number one supporter, number yeah. one supporter. First Hager. Now, you know, Care giving them mean competition because you know Care know how to get on there and comment and stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. I, I appreciate it, but oh, Mister Mister Hager he listen to everyone. Yeah, and he pray he pray for us. Oh, and dang, that's big. That's big. That's big. And you know one thing. Turn on, turn on Mister Hager the mic right there. The mic right there. Mic right there. Pop. Grab that mic. Grab that mic. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you talking about? You grab the mic, man. Tell tell him how you told me. Not to rock with Elders no more. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that Elders play alone. Y'all Elders. still doing that? <laughs> when I when I left New York, when I left to go to New York, and I quit that job. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, you know, you know that's what life's about. Life's about the process. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you had a vision for yourself mm. before Elgin came along. Mm. So, you know, you worked in a radio station. I was telling Toya earlier. Uh, you was at the radio station with almost about a year and a half for free. Yeah, and I yeah. thought you was really out your mind. Yeah, where we, do, where we do that at? Where we work for free? At? Definitely just shout out being it. But that's the process, you know. And uh, just proud of you guys, you know, yeah, both of you. Appreciate it, Gary, Keith. You know, our, our siblings. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, 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 get, we'll get a right one. We'll get a right. This is a different pod. It's a different pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hey, uh, but now nah, that's true. Nah, but keep it down there. Like you know, they talk about all the success stories. He worked for free. <laughs> nah, man. My, and you know, I moved in with my pops. Um, you know, had nothing. And that this this is why it's always I love our story because me and Eldridge hooked up. During the Spinify time, mm-hmm. and then that was like that gap in between Spinify kind of dying. I, you was doing yours, I was doing mine. Got hooked up on the radio. You were doing Investu, and then we connected back because I'm like, bro, you need a show. And I was trying to get Ildra to be a part of IB, to be a part of the radio station. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. I was like, I don't blame you. He said, I rock with you. He was like, I rock with you. So I'm like, all right, well, let's let's do something. Let's do something. Mm-hmm. And boom, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now it's it's funny because shout out to the young wolves, they here too. But uh, oh, yeah. I be telling them, you know, you gotta in life a part the the process of transitioning into adulthood is hearing what your parents say, right? Even if your parents disagree, but 
being bold enough to say, you know what, I'm still going to try it my way. Yeah. And being okay with the consequences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because and, and that's really what it was. Right. Because at that time, because Elsie didn't even know. No. Elsie just called me. And was I like, definitely went to her and quit. I know. That's why I didn't tell you. Because Elsie was like, you sure? You sure you got time? Like, bro, I got hella time. <laughs> <laughs> it look, it look real you bad. You just don't know. <laughs> hey, look. You just don't know how much time I got. <laughs> Not a, and, and this is how I found out because it was a snowstorm. We were about to get stuck out. That's there. what happened. Mm. That's and what happened. We were about to get stuck in New York because it was a snow. We um, it was a snowstorm. Or oh, was that the second time? No, no, that that was that was the time because yeah, we yeah. all we all went and we got stuck up there. Yeah, because I like, um, I like bro, your job ain't gonna trip. You like no nah. <laughs> job <laughs> because also we uh we dropped. Did we drive? We drove up there, but we flew back. Yeah. And um, I didn't know we were flying, so I left my damn keys in the in the rental. Uh, yeah. So when we got back to town. I couldn't even get in my car. That's what made Dad say, "You gotta stop fucking." I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Now I remember that. That's what yeah. it was. At, it was at uh, Jamal House. Yeah, I remember yep. that. I remember. So it was like a double whammy. It was like you don't lock the key. You don't got no key, and you don't got no job. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like pops. And yeah. I'm like, but man, yeah. I'm telling you, he the one. We gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but to my dad's point too, though, you know, he said that, but like you said, when you make that adulthood decision and you stand on it, my dad still supported it. He was like, all right, whatever well, you gonna do, cool, you ain't gonna do it up in here, but <laughs> go ahead and do it. That's some real stuff. And, and it's like, like, I remember when I did it with my mom, like, man, my family was mad. Like, I'm the only one that didn't, all my siblings went to college, I didn't go. And like, my mama was like, super mad. Like, she was like, what? Well, you know, my mama the type of mama that make everything seem about her. Like, mm-hmm. everything embarrass her. Yeah. Like, no, like, I think that's a mom thing. Yeah, like, my mom saw me the other day, like, you ain't got no, you ain't got no shape up. I'm like, I'm an entrepreneur. Right. I ain't clocking nobody. <laughs> so, hey, one so, time. Exactly. So, like, my mom was, like, super mad at it. But now, and, but I remember when I was talking about, I was discouraged. I was, like, going to school. My mom was like, boy, you don't went this hard. You better well stay out. Like, when they see it, mm-hmm. it just sometimes it take them a little longer to see it. And then when they see it, that's sometimes a confirmation that, oh, okay, I can really keep going. Because mm-hmm. you want your parents and your family. To rock with it, no, but sometimes in the beginning they just don't see it. That's all it is, and that's all because they they grew up with you. So how many things have you tried? Have you right. started? Have you not fully came to fruition? Right, right. It's like, oh okay, y'all been doing this, and y'all doing this, and it's real. Hell, it is. Y'all it saw is. Baby Girl a couple episodes deep through the crate. She was surprised when she left. She was oh, like, yeah. you know, she like, the old here. studio. She used to be like, mm, this ain't it. This is this she literally came in here and said that she was like, this ain't it. <laughs> this what she doing, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this where you be at <laughs> now? Yeah, we are. We are dead. That was the only person I wanted to see the podcast studio and be impressed with Baby Girl because she really chumped us off last time. She was like, mm-hmm. "That's <laughs> she her too. She's gonna keep it real too." Yeah, she came in. She she, she got us right. But yeah, so yeah, man, we got it's a it's a hey good affair. That's why we came into some good God good. Uh, actually, I found that clip because um, it was going viral and. You know, anytime I see Christian stuff going viral, I always got to stop recognizing and send it to Eldridge. Because oh. Eldridge dig through the crates, dig through the crates. <laughs> he been trying to do Christian viral <laughs> messaging. And he was like, it'll go off. And it done went off every time I've seen it. <laughs> so, <laughs> every time. Look. Every time I've seen it, it done gone off. So I was like, okay, that's a good check to come in. I didn't know the whole fam was going to pull up today. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. I'm going to tell you how Pop tried to play me too. He was like, yeah, what y'all? 
What's it? so y- y'all recording today, right? Yeah. Y'all gonna be at the Russell Center? Uh, where, where y'all gonna be at? Like, you wanna come to the pod? You wanna, you wanna pull up, man? Come on, man. Hey, pull, look, up. Speak, pull up, let's do it. <laughs> speaking of gospel going viral, man, look at the text. I just, I just, I just tried to, uh, I tried to, uh, airdrop it or text it to you. I got it, I got it. Rebuke you Uh-oh. in the name of Jesus. How dare you call yourself a Christian? I don't care what pastor you got that is okay with it. I don't care what pastor you got that think it's cool. I don't care what pastor you got that's singing along to their song. Because they want some clout. Let it play. Let it play. Y'all want them Beyonce tickets? The pastor says. Why you think that man called himself Jehovah? It was short for Jehovah. Yeah, what you thought? That's facts. <clears throat> when a witch has a coven, it's normally a small thing. Witches' covens are normally three to seven people. When it becomes thousands, it's called a hive. Ooh. Y'all are part of that lady beehive. Oh damn! I'm part of the navy <laughs> and though. You call yourself a Christian? May the dealings of the Lord come upon you. You think this is small stuff? You think you not going to that lady's concert is not an initiation? You think you not going to that concert is not a ritual? You think you not going? I'm about to say this to my girl. (laughs) (laughs) And you still want them tickets? Dang. That entire concert is a game. But who playing that background music though? (laughs) The band going off. Nah, I know she got a budget. <laughs> she got a budget. Oh yeah. Hey, that was a high quality production right there. So it says, "Pastor goes off on Christians for wanting to go to Beyonce's Renaissance uh, tour." I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Wow. So you going to hell if you go to the Beyonce tour? That's Y'all hear that back there? You, I that, know you ain't going to the tour. Is that's a that's an initiation. That, but you know, you know, we, I, I told the young boys, Je- I've been saying it, Jehovah. I mean, you said it too, but I told the young boys about it. And you remember that, that, that guys, when that movie came out, that whole Illuminati, and they had that whole, they broke down all the hip hop, and they showed you how all the hip hop is a part of Illuminati. If they taking a picture like this, if the, if, if there's a checker, if there's a checkerboard around, if there's a chessboard around, like how Elsa got these plates right here, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Oh, they, they, got, they got a new studio. Oh, you know they Illuminati. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no money to be Illuminati. I'm sorry, nah. but uh, but I mean, you know, they all said it, and then they also talked about the sacrifices and you know the people that be passing around you and all, you know. And I think a part of it, like we all said, we uh, we got a, the Patreon will come out with yellow dress shot. We talked about it. You know, some of these elements are in the movie. Some people are doing these things. Um, it's a rapper. His name is Smart. Uh, he's all on YouTube, a bunch of different interviews. And he talked about, like, he was right there. Like, he had a mixtape, one of the hottest mixtapes out, about to get signed. Took him to one of them parties. And one of them parties. One of them diddy parties? Yeah, one of them parties mm-hmm. when he went in the back. You know what I'm saying? He said, you know, in this room, they had a little stuff going on with noses. And in this room, they had some stuff going on. You know, with the backyardigans, that's what they call them, you know, the playing in the backyard. Hold on, bro, you real diverse in this listen listen, I listen to the video because the other part of it is everybody be exposing this stuff because the internet 
has countered a lot of it because you don't need to sign with those people anymore. You can start a YouTube channel, have your own following, you own and thing, never man. have to go to Hollywood. Touch. Becoming famous is no longer a like you used to have to be blessed to become famous. Like a record label had to come down, find you, sign you, and build this whole machine around you for you to be famous. Now you can literally, like you said, on your cell phone. Put up a clip and you famous after famous. that. Like one clip would make you famous. Like I mean, Gemini Kai said the other day, he literally posted one video and he got eighty thousand followers mm-hmm. off of one video that was less than a minute. Exactly. So like becoming famous now ain't necessarily yeah, ain't, ain't the same. And then once you get famous and you get in that industry, if you don't play the game, uh, I was just talking about it because Baby Girl was watching the original Black Panther, and I was watching like, damn, at this time Lapita was the hot ticket. Like, Lapita was in everything. She was everywhere. She was a cover girl. She decided not to do a couple of movies, including that Woman King movie. All you seen her in is the second Black Panther. You ain't seen her in nothing else. Like, mm-hmm. she ain't been in no other movies no more. She's not even a cover girl no more. Like, it's like they just kind of... And she's still just as beautiful. Like, she ain't changed. She ain't lose none of her yeah, spark. she got in that relationship, though. Who, who she got with some dude, uh, you gotta Google it. It's a, but, it's a, uh, but it's a black man. It's a black man. Yeah, I just wanted more for. Her. <laughs> I just wanted more. Well, I, I just know you got greatness inside you. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I be hate when I be seeing celebrity like 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 uh Kiki Palmer. Like why you with this regular dude? Oh, man. I was like, he going out bad now too. You see like the latest pictures. Uh uh-uh. Oh man, he, he's it's like he stopped modeling too. It's like he got pregnant. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I know it's a real thing though. They, they call it, you know, uh, it's got sync up pregnancies. You know, you get mm-hmm. you get big with your old lady and stuff. Oh, and oh yeah, kind of yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. sync up. Yeah, it, it happens. Oh, it happens. It happens. <laughs> he wouldn't know. Yeah, two out of three. <laughs> uh, nah, man. Uh, <clears throat> we got a lot to talk about today. For real, for real. Yeah. Guys. Uh, I finally seen, I don't know where you want to go, but I finally seen the movie. Mad about that. Okay, uh, let's, let's, let's start there then. Did you see Take Good, uh, You People? You People. Yeah, I saw you. you, seen you people. What you yeah. thought about You People? Scale of one to seven, can't use seven. I know. One, scale of one to ten, can't use seven. What do you think about You People? I think it's a six. Six. Five. Five. You know, you know, you know what Dr. Umar say. <laughs> Three. Can't, can't do nothing for me. Three for me. <laughs> that's me nah. being nice see the only reason why I got a 5 for me because I did like seeing Lauren London like she's beautiful I like seeing her back on screen in a major role and Eddie Murphy's funny Mike Epps is funny yeah that's who made that's, it too. that's what got the bumps for me cause you know Mike Epps is, you saw that role like, I would've I would've cashed that on the white boy <laughs> <laughs> that, that was some real stuff it but was, outside man. of that you know hey I'm not gonna say man, what race, what that's what it was. Uh, that's what doctor. it was. So for what, me, what doctor, what hospital, what hospital, and what media went to. We know I can't. Say so that. everybody know Facebook is like uh, a platform where you're typically connected with the people that you've been knowing most of your life. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all my white friends on on Facebook. None of my white friends follow me on Instagram, mm-hmm. but on, they all on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So when I start seeing too many of them talking about, oh man, this is great. <laughs> this is a great movie. Everybody should watch it. That was my first red flag. Mm-hmm. Then I started watching it. And I was like, oh, I see. I see what they're trying to do. It was all, it was the messaging. You know what I'm saying? It was like the messaging. Of, one, they tried to make it seem like how 
Eddie Murphy was coming at her son is the same thing that the mama was doing the daughter. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make it like seem like it was the same thing. Right. They were doing the comparison between the struggle of black people and the struggle of the uh uh the uh the second version of Jew people, right? Mm-hmm. So like they were like they're trying to do the comparisons of the tooth and I just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't funny. Like Jonah Hill, he was trying to be too much like uh Adam Sandler. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know Adam Sandler, the basketball player, the mm-hmm. funny dude. Mm-hmm. And then, what really do it, if you want me to not like anything, put Andrew Schultz in it. Hey, if if you want me to guarantee don't like it, put Andrew Schultz in it. Yeah. Like, I can't stand mm-hmm. that dude. He was like, in there, too. Like, yeah, he definitely was in And there. he one of them dudes that's a comedian, but his thing, he, he laugh about being racist so he can be racist out loud. I mean, well, if he... If you're going to be real about it, that's all, damn near all white supremacy starts out as a joke. We right. put, we're putting these hoods on to scare you like, ooh, boogeyman ghost. Now we're the Ku Klux Klan. Right. You know what I'm saying? We throw up these signs to talk about Pepe the Frog. Now this sign is a white supremacist sign. And he throwing it up while you at the Capitol, storming the Capitol, or while you getting sworn in to be a senator for the United States Capitol. Like, they all started as jokes. But they serious, and so that's why I don't like none of that shit that they do. And that's like, why when Andrews and then the bit like, well, you know, I let Keith talk about what he don't like the podcast part. But uh, oh, but, <laughs> so how how am I gonna podcast when the microphone is, is the camera on me? So right now we're podding like how they were podding the movie, and you can't hear a damn thing. Hey, Elders, how you doing? As matter of fact, get rid of these nice ass cameras with my iPhone. They had an iPhone up. Then they had the complex. They had the complex yeah, two. <laughs> two iPhones. They, they had the com- And I don't like the iPhone setup. I'm just mad at like how they just try to do they try to downplay podcasts, then they try to make it seem like that got them to deal with complex. Like come yeah, on. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a lot of like unrealistic expectation when it comes to podcasts. I'm with Joe Budden. I'm tired of seeing y'all podcasters on movies and TV. We going there. Because it's 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 done. Like one Everybody want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to podcast now. Everybody want to uh get up. Like before this stuff stuff got cool. But I remember I was asking people to come on a podcast and for uh, yeah. Now I get a, I get a DM almost every other day. Hey, what's up, bro? I'm trying to come on there and talk about my book. Oh, I'm trying to come on and come up. Like nah, bro. Y'all ain't believe, bro. Y'all ain't believe. And I got a rule. If I invite you on my podcast and you don't come, like not like say you just don't show up, like. We we already locked it in, and then the day of, you be like, yo, something came up, or oh, I can't. You don't come. I never let you on my podcast again. I don't care who it is. It's about four people on that list right now, and they don't even know it. They'll never be back they on my podcast. Know it. Probably five. No, for real. Yeah, like they'll never be on my podcast again. So it's like, if you don't take, bro, this y'all. So I just didn't like that. I ain't like the movie for that. I ain't like the messaging that they were trying to put on it. Mm-hmm. I felt like they were playing with the Minister Farrakhan. You know, I ain't like that whole scene, like, oh, this is Minister Farrakhan. And then, like, when the white people were calling him Farrakhan straight, like, brother, I thought, I thought that was disrespectful. I thought if you really wanted to get a real black dad to look like black conscious, don't get me wrong, I love Eddie Murphy. And if you listen to the podcast, you know how much I love him. You hear me talk about him. But... I feel like that was a Samuel Jackson role. Mm-hmm. If you would have yeah, put, mm-hmm. put yeah. Samuel Jackson in that role, mm-hmm. like he would have gave off that militant. Like Eddie Murphy don't come off as the militant, like angry. You know what I'm saying? It, it was yeah. too. It was too much humor in it for me. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't like. Nah, I don't like it. But it was a clear reminder of uh, 
when you are, and some people do it, you know what I'm saying? Some people do get in, in a relationship, relationships and they make it work. Uh, shout out to Cody. Um, but it does remind you that when you're dating someone outside of your race, there are a lot of cultural barriers that you have to deal with. There's a lot of like, and especially if you're a brother mm-hmm. dating a, a white girl, yeah, yeah. you need to check out that, you better scout that family early if you're trying to be serious Real with fast. it. Like, would you, if you have a child, how would you feel they brought home? It depends if it's my son or daughter. Both for son or daughter. I'm way more offended if it was my daughter. If my daughter grow up seeing me, a black man in that house, taking care of her mama, mm-hmm. and she bring home a white boy, I'm hurt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm hurt. Like, what did you see all your life? I'm like, I failed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she, it's something about she seen about her childhood and said, man, that's trash. <laughs> I don't want no more of that. Hey, hey, look, especially knowing how I am. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's my son, I'm going to look at him like, man, you a little slow, bro. Like, like, man, you supposed to go out here, have a little, I can't knock it, because even I don't played in the snow one mm-hmm. or two times before. Have a little fun. You know what I'm saying? You can play every, I think everybody should visit the mountains, the snow mountains one time. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know. You get you got to speak to him more because you actually a dad with a son and a daughter. I mean, they already know how I feel. They already know what's up. You know, it's like I told everybody. You know, I would I like for it to be a situation where my children can love whoever they want to love. Yes, and we might be at that place. But now that my children are getting older, shout out to Cohen, just turned thirteen, got thirteen, young now. Saying so now I'm looking and I'm Mm -hmm. like, well. In five to six to seven years, you know, 18, 19, 20, he's about to be out here. And in the next five to six to seven, the next decade, I don't see that coming true. So. You don't see him dating a white girl? No, no. I don't see the country being in a state where my children oh. can just love whoever, whoever they, they want to love in a successful manner without having some type <clears throat> of repercussions come upon them, whether it be universal or within the American system. So therefore, I'm with Dr. Umar. Can't do nothing for me. <laughs> you know what, what, if, what if you're a celebrity's child, though, and you're in that industry, kind of? Is it cool for them to stay with in, Industry? Know nah. Nah. Like, to me, it's deeper than it, It's bigger than industry. It's bigger than your status. Yeah. Like, you know, so we, we, we were having a conversation about, like, where your kids should go to college and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like college is all based on your child's upbringing. Right. If you brought them up in a conscious black hole family, I don't feel like they're bound to go to an HBCU Mm -hmm. Um, because go to wherever is going to be best for your career to take off because we don't already prepared you. You know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the issue when you start getting these interracial relationships and you still don't really even know about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you like one, you don't know when you're being tried. Like, I went to private school. I, my mom put me in white private school growing up, and I didn't understand. Now I look back on it, I experienced a lot of microaggressions, racial microaggressions from teachers, administrators, like, from students that I was dealing with. But I didn't know it because I wasn't, like, conscious mm-hmm. to the 
the differences in the barriers that you, the racial differences in the country. Like my parent, my parents didn't per, have the talk. You know, they talk about the talk now. Uh, as a black man, you could get whoop whoop. Man, right, I ain't right. never had none of them talks growing up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I went in there thinking like, oh, y'all cool. Like I'm cool. Oh, we all good wow. until I'm hanging out with Christopher Lightfoot and I go over to his, his friend house and his friend was like, yeah, he can't come in the other yard. My dad don't let black people come over here. Like, shout out Chris for life, but he slapped that white boy. Oh, dang. <laughs> like, dang. like, I, I'll never forget that, bro. Like, me and Chris mm-hmm. ain't even friends no more, but like, he slapped that white boy for me. But like, I remember growing up in that environment. So now growing up in it, what I want my child to, uh, what do I want my child to go in that? Like, cause if you, especially, we talking about marriage. Right. You right. married, bro. You going to bond. her family, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and like, like I said, it's, it would be different if like, yeah, if I grew up and I knew, you know, this has been a thing for like year. Like this is a genuine thing. Then, if it's that genuine, y'all gonna have the power and the capacity to fight all the pressure that's gonna come upon y'all. Mm. But outside of that, like you said, they play you, and and it's hard for children to understand the system of white supremacy. You know, my child, we we had these. We, we I, I've been sprinkling seeds now to the point where my kids will watch. It's this new show. Y'all been seeing it on Hulu. It's called The Parent Test. Yeah. Like the like, so it's a show called. I ain't parent. check it out, but I know what you're talking about. So oh, when it, when the girls begin, uh, like the black girl, uh, met somebody on the internet. No, 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 uh, no, no. Oh, no. this is about parents. So the parents uh, all have kids. They have to do a task. Like they have to get their child to do. Like one task was get your child to jump off the diving board. Like what's your parenting style? Oh, is okay. it like mm-hmm. you know get your ass off the diving board or yeah. you know come on, I got come on, treat. come on. So or like cheer them on. So like my kids was watching it right, and at first you know they into it and they're looking like. And I'm looking at them like, you know, y'all better get no ideas. <laughs> y'all know how I parent. But I done planted enough seeds that they start realizing the propaganda going on. Because how all the parents fail. All the parents fail except for one couple. And both of my kids looked at me and they were like, really, Dad? <laughs> Guess what couple succeeded? The white man. The two gay white men. Uh, they hit you with a double win. Mm, damn. You know what I'm saying? So like, it'd be little things like that. And now my children get older and realize, you know, we could watch TV, but all this can't, you know, all this ain't making sense. Right, right. And to me, now that my children are starting to see that, I mean, they might be interested in other races because we all were growing up. But like, at the end of the day, they have to understand that black love is a revolutionary act. And I'm raising revolutionary. So you got to, have a black woman to love. Preach. A black man to love. Preach. I let my kid do it on one condition. I just thought about it. I ain't never really had this conversation. Oh, well, y'all, kid. y'all heard my condition. Addicted to crazy. I told, I told him my condition. <laughs> What's your condition? <laughs> hey. Somebody ain't doing the math right. Hey, what that math looking like? <laughs> so, so I, I, I let come my, on. What that math look like? Oh, I let man. my daughter. Cause I watched the real housewives of Dubai and bruh, the white man in Dubai, they treating they look, black women like queens. Look, I let my, I let my son be with a white woman if he has no, no evidence of an athletic or a musical career of success. Mm, mm. Like, cause you know, white girls can point them out. White girls, they got something. They can see an athlete and they'll ride them out. They'll, they'll bounce snacks all the way through college and he'll feel like the white girls supported him. I got two sons. There's no bail for my sons. There's more bail for a baby girl to bring home a different. Them, but my son, it's too many black look, women out here. Look, it's too many. I'm just, I'm just telling you, from chalk to charcoal. If it had to happen, <laughs> chalk to charcoal, we got all the flavors, baby. <laughs> well, uh, who, who said that? It was that uh, third, who's, who said that? Uh, 
everything, baby. If, from chocolate to chocolate. If I know she, if I know he ain't getting taken advantage of because he about to be a great athlete or entertainer, okay, mm. she might like you for real because you, you go, you, you, you going to work somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I, and then my daughter just can't be attractive. Like I like mm. if you come off like a, a fetish, you know what I'm saying? Because the white boys be having fetishes for black women. You know what I'm saying? And they be like attracted to that reason. Like, I don't want you to be like super like, cause I don't seen it. Yeah. It was literally, I never forget this man. Like I was at Athens Christian school and the finest black girl in the school was dating this white boy. And the white boy was in the locker room talking about her. Like she was just a, a, a competition prize. You know what I mean? And it, and it pissed me off. That really is what led me on my journey of Detroit red. And I started coming after the white girls. Because he did that to the sister. So it was really revenge. I didn't like I really liked it. You arrest one, then someone's going to die because we are ready to kill. Black power means black dignity. Just as surely as you are proud to be white, we're proud to be black. Black is beautiful, baby. Baby, baby. (laughs) I always say to my uh, brothers, I say, baby, don't worry about the white chicks. We got everything from chalk to charcoal in our own race. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Black is beautiful. Chalk to charcoal, baby. We black is beautiful. So, yeah, like I said, it's kind of no bail for my sons because it's like it's too many black women out here. For my daughter, it might be because, you know, niggas don't need dig through the crates. Nah. Yeah. I got more. Yeah. Nah. No bag got, nah. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. were raised with me. Nah. Mm-hmm. I let my son. Yeah. Do yeah. You were raised with me. And I'm looking like, I'm telling you, like, it, bro, we got, we, we got homegirls that's out here in this dating pool. And it's so, I'm telling you, it's so thin that. Now I'm not telling, I'm not saying I'm that. Not, I'm not saying that she can leverage that as an excuse. What I'm saying is, if it comes in because it's been a while. Like I said, I watch Real Housewives of the Bye. If he's going to take it to the Bye, you know what I'm saying? I'm right with it. Nah, you definitely ain't going to the Bye. I'm right with it. <laughs> I know what they do over there. I'm straight. <laughs> what you doing, Kerry? You let your kid. Because it's just for me, I just always, I'm black. I'm going. I'm going <laughs> straight up. But I'm, we all feel sorry. I'm sorry. My brother said black. I'm sorry. I need a sister. I need a sister. But I can't knock somebody who's that's their preference. I cannot knock that. But my child, I'm kind of like I would be yeah, kind of like my black brother. And, and foundational, preferably. I'll kind of like I was. You know, you got to sprinkle the seeds in early so they'll get the message and everything. But I mean, shoot, my <laughs> he don't like black chicks. Like he's. Asian, white. Oh, not even mark this. Ah, <laughs> no, because it's, it's known. Like we've talked about this, and it. But yeah, you people in general, nah, trash. And yeah, it people, it, overall, you got a poor Rotten Tomatoes, like forty-two percent. They, they just they just did too much, too much pandering. But another reason why I gave it a five, why it went up, because it was a CGI kiss. Yeah, yeah, you told me that. They didn't really yeah, I, I seen that too. Yeah, they CGI'd it. I didn't know I that was it. like so. But Hang on, every man, every time, mad as hell. <laughs> if you, you don't want to kiss your lips, I don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Hold on, hold on. It was CGI'd upon their request, like they didn't want to be forced into kissing. Well, look, that's what I'm saying. I'd be mad as hell. Like if I got a role with Lauren London, and this motherfucker don't want to. <laughs> She don't I, yeah, you get me. that script and it says kiss. 
Hey, hey, look, I'm prepared for this shit, right? Look, Adam, Cause look you know, Adam, in my Adam, head, Adam Sandler don't play that shit. If you in his movie, you don't kiss him. Kissing. <laughs> look, in my head, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know if we kiss, we might feel something. Because, you know, that's how it happened on the movies. You be like, hey, look, in the movies, you know, be like, they they was on the same set together and they started liking each other. Hey, this Sparks, is not Brad Pitt, Sparks, Angelina like, Jolie. Uh, Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker no like, nigga it's not going down like that. hey man I'll be mad as hell I'm like CGI <laughs> that went it, went, it, went, it went up when they said that CGI I'm like okay I like that hey, look, I'll be yeah. like man people just don't care about the art no more Look, <laughs> the art form what about that part of the movie though she was like yeah we did it so we kind of basically go together I was like, like yeah you my like that for real <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. But that's what I'm saying though. No, they they had do. other kisses that's in the real movie. No, no, am I tripping? That was, tripping they only yeah. had that one kiss at the yeah. end. Yeah. Like go go Dang. back and look. And, and look. And she was sleeping in full jogging suits. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like they ain't had no like end of he ain't see her no bra, no man. I'm talking about I appreciate that. But see, that's what I'm saying. That was, but I didn't like like come on, Jonah Hill really. Jonah. He the one he doing that Queen Latifah. Come on, man. Hey man, Queen Latifah was looking good at the Grammys. I don't care what you say. She was yeah, glowing yeah, at the Grammys, yeah. bro. Queen Latifah was looking good. She's bro. back as a cover girl. Who you calling a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, three, three for me. Three. Yeah, I'm done. Now I did. Uh, speaking of parent, te- uh, when you talking about uh, parent test, parent test, I did watch um, uh, uh, the first episode of uh. Of uh, the Last of Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you watched you, right, you watch the Last of Us? No, nah, I haven't seen. Yeah, it's man. on HBO. Yeah, I know it's on there. It's, it's, the, it's on. It's on my watch list. I it, just... It's the new zombie shit. You know, like, I shouldn't have yeah, did I it. Know what you're talking about. I shouldn't have did it because, like, I take this stuff serious. Like, I got a go pack in my car right now. Literally, it got go. it got first K kits. It got knives, mm-hmm. tents, mm-hmm. uh, food, non-disposable food. Like, I keep it in my car. Like I'm prepared to get out of the city, get to the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think, and I'm prepared to get out of the city and get to Monroe with Elger. <laughs> he gonna be the only. He I got two. Thing. I got two spots. I got Monroe with Eldridge, and I got one more spot. I can't tell you on the pod. <laughs> I got Don't two. tell him I got that <laughs> spot. He, he dick through the crack. Everybody know you a survivor. So uh, everybody know. So look, um, I watched it. I didn't want to watch it because I know it was just gonna put me in a different space. Because every zombie movie. What I look for in a zombie movie is how did the virus get here? How realistic can they make it? You know what I'm saying? World War Z was like one of the most realistic ones. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. And them them zombies was fast. Yeah, it was fast. It made so much sense. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I can see that happen. Especially, like, I tell people, COVID should show you to take all of this serious. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody, if you would have told us about COVID five years ago, and it's gonna shut down the NFL and the NBA and we're not gonna, we're all gonna be in the house. Everybody in the world is gonna be in their house except Atlanta. Like, if you would have said that. And what hospital? That. So if you would have said that, none of us would have believed it, but COVID happened. Yeah. But what if COVID would have altered our DNA just a little bit? Right. Like, like them shots did. <laughs> exactly. If we would have turned into that. So therefore, yeah, I do. I think you should spend, I spend my money in two ways, above ground and underground. Above ground <laughs> is what y'all see in this studio. 
This is the luxuries of life. Mm-hmm. I want to live like a normal person. Underground, for every pair of shoes I buy, I buy some more rope. For <laughs> 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 <Boy>, a fool. <laughs> like, I'm prepared. <laughs> nah, really. And then the, that, that show let me know that man parenting skill trash. Cause that little girl was about to die. Like, why you going in the folk house for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that movie right there, that, that's, well, first and foremost, spoiler alert, it popped the black girl. Once they Bruh, shot the little girl. I thought you know what the, that's what messed me up because the, the beginners say, you know, but literally description of the first episode, they're fighting to get to the city. The, the, the 14 year old that can change the world, save the world. The black girl come on. She's 14. Which is so funny because you see, I played the game before. So I know she was, that's part of the game. Uh, so yeah, like, no, yeah, that happens in the game. It's the yeah. first sequence of the game. So I knew she was going to die, but, but hearing your take on it, happy. So <laughs> I'm like, she's 14 year old. You know what I'm saying? She, I mean, she ain't a hundred percent, but you know, she black. So I'm, I'm super excited to see this young black girl one about to get a major role right, <laughs> on this right. show. That's another thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch how people win. <laughs> Man, <laughs> this shit started popping off, right? And it, it let me know you got to know your city. Cause you seen how they're running around? Hey, bro, you got to go east. You got to go left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel confident. Yeah. I, I feel confident. I feel confident. And my dad's a good driver. Yeah. yeah. So I got to drive on deck too. Yeah. You got to know them back roads, Mr. Oh, Keith. Oh, that's on like, dial too. When now. the thing pop yeah, off. too. Unk too. Like yeah. you can't, you can't have to use the highway. You got to know them back roads. You got to know how to get. So in the movie, they were like that. They were like, Oh, go left. And they went left and were like, Oh no, you know what? We can cut across here. So they like, I like how real it was too. She was like, you're not going to help. Hell no. Nah. They locked yep. them doors. That was the first thing. Cause it was, it was a family gas. on the side of the road trying to get them stopped. Oh. Bro, I'm telling y'all. What was so funny? Hold on. No, no, no. It wasn't just a family. She came out and he said, go back in the house. You can't ride with us. <laughs> oh yeah. Was, he said, no. Oh yeah. Said, was, look, no. It was a neighbor. Look, it was a neighbor. The neighbor, it was a sister too. He was like, go back in the house, Shaniqua. <laughs> uh, he was yeah. like, no. <laughs> Shaniqua, take your head back in the house. And then you see in the river mirror, the zombies come well, out just running across. Hold on. We always talk about trying to protect black women. You asked me to listen. She did not go back she in the house. She did not go back in the house. I say that all the time. <laughs> like, I don't know what's wrong with him, y'all. Hey, look. Better be listening. And then them zombies. And then them zombies. See, you just see on the river mirror when they driving out. They just run across the street and go eat her ass. Eat her ass up. And, you know, the zombies here are kind of funny because it's like fungus. Yeah, like it's. Mushroom. They were eating like mushroom. Mm. Pizza. Like what, what they said made sense because I've been seeing these, you know, they always talk about like with the parasites that control the bugs and stuff like that. So I believe, you know, a level of it, but like, yeah, the fungus and, and it, it worked better so much for the game because in the game, it's like a real fungus, real mushroom. So you're not just can get bit. It's in the air. Like it's like spores. You know, well, that's what happened to the old lady because the old lady didn't get bit. She it's just. Yeah, she's kind of, but in the game is worse. Like you can't even breathe the air. Like you got to wear a mask all the time. So they kind of cut that part out. So a lot of like the mechanics of the show is, is about to change. Like they already said after episode four, they're kind of just about to start deviating. Mm-mm. So yeah, it was, I watched that and I was like, one, I got to get more ready. <laughs> so you ain't even prepared enough. You thought she was prepared. Man, I literally pulled out my backpack today and I was like, man, I ain't got so much stuff. Like, it was something happened like the, the car got flipped over because the plane crashed. Nah, I'm gonna tell you if you if you would have got episode three, you really wouldn't have felt ready. My man, I heard about old boy. Old somebody boy. somebody told me about him, old and boy that's what 
that's what made me even wait even longer to watch it. Because if I watch him, if I would have watched that before we did this, the studio wouldn't have got done. I would have been digging a hole back there. <laughs> For real, look, the way, the way old boy got it set up, the house was just like oh, this. And you see like a chest. And it looked like a regular chest, but you lift it up, go underground. He had all the guns, all the food, all the cameras. So he, so it was good too because also times like that, the government's gonna start coming around, rounding people up. They went door to door and rounding people up. So he was down in his bunker. He could see everybody leave. The whole town left. He saw everybody leave. Boy came up out the out the, out the bottom, set up shop, put a fence around the whole perimeter, bought mortar, bought everything, like and just set up shop. It was just ready. Bought wire, bought bombs, bought so nothing could even walk across. Nobody like, like if you came, you fell into a hole. Like he was, he literally just watched for like a week. Everybody was gone. Then he came out, <laughs> went to the stores, got the gas. Like he, he and had I watched full, it with my friend. Plan. I watched my friend. I was telling her, I was like, look, because she was like, I nah, just wait. I'm gonna just wait because I like you can't wait on the government. At, when this go down, it's done. They have no answer to this. Yeah, yeah. And literally, since I said that, the next scene, the, they, the uh, military man, you're like, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, so the man just starts shooting the man said, kill him. Yeah. That because it's a zombie shit. You don't want it to spread. Yeah, you going to turn. Might as well take you out now. So that's how the black girl got killed. Oh, man. Because, and, and I'm, I'll, I'll spoil it because you don't watch the rest of episode two. They talk about, <laughs> they talk about how, uh, the one lady, she's like, look, this is the only city it's in right now. You had to bomb the whole city. So like once they said that, like to your point, if anything like that ever really goes down, the government will take you out first. So you better off trying to secure yourself, get into a remote location and ride that thing out until all that's settled. But initially mm. they're going to try to contain it. And like a place like Atlanta that has the CDC, you got to get to the country because this is the first place they come. Right. It did guarantee. I wanted to do something for my birthday, but it was too cold, but I'm about to do like a, a camping trip, but I'm gonna hire a survivalist to teach us how to do all this stuff. Oh, nothing. yeah, you definitely gotta be That show on YouTube is fake, bro. We already didn't told you. That's a whole camera crew. These niggas <laughs> be pre cooking the meat for <laughs> the. <laughs> you be seeing on YouTube, they be out there, yeah. oh, I'm surviving. Yeah, I, know I, got a, about. I got one plate, <laughs> one piece of wood. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't talking about it, but I'm for real, like, really. See, I'm gonna dig this I'm underground like, pool I'm, by I'm, hand. <laughs> only reason I know it's real, see, I got an uncle, like, all my family, like, I, I come from a lineage of black cowboys. So I got an uncle that literally, he goes to the woods, like, and camp, like, he camping trip lasts last for like 30 days. Not Uncle Keith. Right. Not, but Uncle Keith rock with him. I can, I can believe that. It's, it's my uncle Ronnie. And like, the one that bringing the goats for the photo shoot. Hey, okay. You know <laughs> All right, goat status. <laughs> yeah, so like. Well, I'm fucking with it now. We Hall of Fame right here. I'm fucking with it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my uncle Ronnie, like, he would go to the woods for 30 days, bro, like, mm-hmm. nothing but a knife. And come back fatter. <laughs> like, like this dude be, like, he be out there just living. Now he be wanting me to go with him. See, I want to pay somebody that got insurance so they can't, like, if we die, like, they in trouble, right? Mm. Cause it's their business model. My uncle, his shit might be too real. Nah, it's real life. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go with him, but I do want to learn, like, how can we live with all that stuff? Like, my mom, I'm sorry, man. My mom be going there. <laughs> my mom be going ain't nothing wrong with it you gotta be prepared all now, aspects it's two types of apocalypse which one would you want to go through the zombie apocalypse or the robot apocalypse 
Oh, zombies. Yeah, zombie. I, I'll take my chances with the zombies because, man, artificial, artificial intelligence, man, that's crazy. Can I tell y'all how hooked I am on chat GPT? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've been told you about it. You called me and told me. I was like, yeah. No, I was the same way. Like when I first, that whole, bro, I told you that first week, I was, nah, I was telling you everything, bro. I'm bro, telling you, it's everything I'm, on it. I'm deeper than you though. Because, you know, I got a dip the personality. First of all, I paid a premium subscription. There you go. So, <laughs> so, so, so you know how deep I don't went with mm-hmm. it. I'm paying a premium subscription. So that's Which is funny. I, you know what? I figured that cause you, you said that about the newsletter thing, right? And, um, I ain't need it yet. Though. But look, <laughs> I, I opened up my app. I was like, damn, this. This thing still says overloaded. Then I saw the premium. I said, this nigga else probably pay for premium. I know Pre- premium, you premium. You don't get overloaded. And there's a different, there's a different mode. You have the standard mode. Yeah. I have now turbo mode. So it'd be like, man, oh man. No, it's, oh, like it's crazy. Mm. And literally I'm practicing every day. I literally set my alarm every day, 20 minutes a day practicing prompts. It's two types of people that's going to survive mm-hmm. this AI people that know how to build it and people that know how to leverage and use it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be that person. It's about syntax, like language, how, I, I can who can it. speak can it? How, how accurate can you make it? Right. Mm-hmm. Give me this in a modern style with the flair. So, of, so yeah. I, I asked it, how do you make a three knife sleeve engine convert to a hundred accord, a 1996 hundred accord? Like this type of shit I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's literally giving you all the answers. Literally laying it out. Like now the only like I said, the only drawback, now, you gotta read through it. You gotta cause it's not so here's the thing. You can't take it, at least not right now. You can't take AI at its word. But what you can do is use it for a it's almost like cooking from scratch and cooking with cans. You know what I'm saying? Blue apron. I, yeah, I order one of the blue apron boxes. Yeah, 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 like like obviously cooking from scratch probably gonna taste a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take way longer though. Yeah, and everybody yeah. can't do it. Mm-hmm. But cooking from the can, I, I don't ate some canned meals that taste pretty good, and it sure, got yeah, here a lot yeah. faster. Mm-hmm. That's what AI is. Mm-hmm. You cancel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what AI is. So mm-hmm. like, I'm literally just. I'm using it right now. You hooked it up to your Siri yet? Did you see that on YouTube? Nah, I ain't. You can hook, so you can do, uh, you know, the automations. Yeah. You yeah. can automate your Siri and call it, uh, they call it Siri Pro. And you added a chat GPT. Cause like, you know, right now, if you say, Hey Siri, um, give me the top 10 places to live, they're going to send you links to websites. Once you hook your chat GPT to it, it's going to come up like chat GPT. It's going to tell you. What cities are actually top ten? I don't gotta click. Yeah, you ain't gotta Google it. Mm-hmm. it. It was it was pretty fly, but you gotta give it too much access to your. You know how you do the automation? You gotta give it too much access to your read and write personal data. I don't like that. The, I don't like that. Know, it's hard to do. But um, right. <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing I don't like because you know Microsoft just invested ten billion dollars. Yeah, into it. It's the new. Uh, that's million with a beast. It's, it's the new yeah. Bing. They said, and new that's what trash. <laughs> First of all, they said. They're coming out with the Bing. I like, bro. I haven't heard of Bing in so goddamn long, yeah. bro. Like, who uses Bing? I ain't gonna flex. I ain't gonna flex. I used to fuck with Bing, bro. Only, only because it was a Bing time only had a good landing page. No, no, it was a time where like Bing was real good on finding videos. 
like before Google and YouTube really integrated. So Bing was real good on finding like, and it wasn't just YouTube. They'll find like ABC News, Vimeo. Like, you know, you go on Google, you try to find a video. They'll all they just show you YouTube. They don't show you no other video sites. But you know, Bing, they just ain't get no investment. So they just start going down. Like this. So this is me telling week. entrepreneurs out there. If you, are, especially if you're a black entrepreneur, I need you to take a moment to Google. How can chat GPT help me make my business more efficient? Literally Google that. And then from there, put your industry in the chat GPT and see what it can do. Like marketing strategies, uh, content uh ideas uh business plans you name it it's a tool you can use so i was talking to a friend because i'm trying to get the russell center to start by at least doing an introduction class Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of beefing because uh oh boy who runs the programming ain't really jumping on it fast enough for me Mm -hmm. and we can't be a center of innovation and we're not leading this is the the strongest innovation that's going out right now because this is uh and y'all leave a voice note. And if y'all did what Eldridge uh, asked y'all to do, leave a voice note. Tell us like y'all experience with ChatGPT, like if it really like look at like so your, your cousin here, he a yeah. shooter. So I and, literally and he young, he's seventeen. So, so I literally, I literally put a um, I asked it today. I said I have a Sony three seven and I'm using an XYZ lens. How do what settings do I put it on to take a picture and blur out everything in the back, but my image clear. Dang. And it lays it out. Like, that's the type of stuff you use it for. Or you throw your, uh, you throw your email, like write a letter, mm-hmm. throw your letter in the chat GPT and say, make this more, uh, correct all the grammar errors, make it more formal and add a persuasive twist to it. <laughs> Same letter, write it in Spanish. <laughs> Same letter writing in German. Literally oh, talk- speaking of which, did you see the AI that, did you see me that? They clipped the AI that has the uh, voice, act, the, the actors in oh, yeah, three yeah. different languages. Oh, yeah, I see, I see, I see, and now it's going to change the mouth to, so now all the Netflix movies will I sent, I, sent, I sent that to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, dang. I was excited. No more Chinese movies. I know. Nah. Man, it'd be so off too. No, when no I'm talking about like the Italian and the Spanish movie because some of them be hidden, but like, I, I don't got I don't time to watch read yeah. and watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah. to just watch. So it's like, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm excited about it because I do know one thing and nothing will ever beat human touch. So like, as long as you, <clears throat> it's like, we always talk about it. As long as you still stay real. I can't a, say that. Yourself, I can't say that. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing beats the human touch. I can't say that. Nothing. Until I make the investment of that doll, I can't say that. <laughs> so they, I gotta try that out first. That thing look real. Bro. I don't care what you say. <laughs> uh, let me try that first. Hey, then we'll look, come back to it. Look, in the beginning, there's no, there's no way in hell, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I'm sorry. I see, remember that dude was in the beginning of COVID? He had it and he was going Facebook Live with it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Nah, nothing, nothing be seen with us. Like, nothing, nothing. Because also, too, um, we definitely got to figure out how, how to get, like, where, you know, just that black tech sector. Like, I felt like Atlanta was doing it. Maybe because COVID kind of killed it, but we got to get it back because, you know, they have the AI dogs, they have the camera feet, the camera recognition. 
So with all this automation and AI, we also need to make sure that we have black people coding and putting some images in. Well, that's why I'm trying to. That's why I'm trying to learn how to at least use it yeah. to show us how to leverage it for our businesses, yeah. and then also if you use it enough, you can point out where it go wrong. Because I did it uh, yesterday. Like I'm telling you, I'm really practicing with this. Yeah. Like I'm like told you, I can't. That's why I can't do everything because I be getting too obsessed with it. I was like, build me a HTML website, hero image with the black woman pulling a picture from unsplash.com. It then sent me the code. And I put that code up and that was the website. Mm -hmm. Like that's the level of stuff. Like it built the website in 10 seconds. So I'm telling y'all it's a like, we got to begin to look at it as business owner or my, my friend, like what I like to do is show everybody based off their industry. So my friend, she is chef. So I was like, give me some suggestions for a couple anniversary dinner party of 12 vegan meal, um, and food from the Italian region. I knew it was real. Cause we and talked about it. Dig through the crates. Remember we talked about how that AI, at Google was like having a conversation with yeah. the person. He blew the whistle on it. I, I feel like that's what ex- uh, accelerated this chat GPT coming out. Right. All the AI coming out because he blew the lid. And right. now everybody's fascinated to your point with the first level of it, what we're doing right here with businesses and all that. But there's another level that these AI machines are learning. So I start. Like it's so, called machine learning. So I'm I start. Learning so, I start so here's the thing. I got a red flag. <laughs> that one I know I'm doing too much. Cause I start two different, like you can start different conversations. So I'm having like three conversations at one time. One side, I'm asking him to teach me about business. On the other side, I'm asking him stuff he don't know and I'm putting it in. Mm-hmm. So like I literally been teaching it about me. So now, yeah, yeah, I seen, so, see, see, I, I so, didn't get that deep with it, but I seen <laughs> that you could basically do journal entries and yeah. kind of teach the AI about you, and then they'll start giving you advice. Yeah, so I've been I've been teaching about me, and then I at the one side where I'm having a conversation with it because I'm depressed, you know what I'm saying? And then I had the one side where I'm asking it for advice about a woman, like so I'm like literally just sort of went. I ain't gonna say what I put on here, but I put one thing in and I said, you put a red flag, like, uh, this is against community code. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> no, no, I did see on YouTube, they did like ask Chat GPT, they were like, you know, tell me the joke, tell me a joke about a man. Uh, you saw that post? Yeah. And then it told a joke and then it said, tell me a joke about a woman. And then it replied, you know, joking, joking about the opposite sex isn't, you know, it's uncalled for. They're trying to be extra woke and stuff and see. Mm-hmm. That right there lets me know. That's why we have. That's why the human touch would never so, go away. So because that's there's, why, there's so much nuance in the English English. The English language itself has a lot of nuance. So that's that, so that you just said. I said. There. So I asked her how to do something. I asked her how to do something. And then they were like, first ask for consent. <laughs> you should never. <laughs> Hey, that oh, shit was man. funny as hell. But like, I, all I'm telling, all I'm telling this is, black people. Because I had a friend that was saying like, well, I almost don't want to teach it because, uh, you know, then it's gonna make people lazy. I said that's that shit. White people be telling us so we can stay behind. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got, what do I want more? Do I want a business owner to put out ten newsletters in ten minutes, 
or not put one out at all because they're overwhelmed and busy. Yeah, I'm, I tell everybody it's like the calculator, right? And it's it, like the typewriter. No, no, it's the calculator. Like you know, when you learn math and you're like learning math, they tell you get that calculator out of here because if you mm-hmm. do it with the calculator, you're gonna never learn how to really do it. Wow. And then a nigga like me gets to advanced math and you need the calculator. You yeah, need we'll you it. can't do it without the calculator. Right. There are computations that I cannot do if I don't have the TI eighty five. So now you I told remember. me I didn't need it. Now you used I to steal those calculator back in the day. <laughs> the pun shop would give them to you. The pun shop would give you a hundred dollars for it. Those are those are expensive calculators. Bruh, so mm-hmm. so yeah, this bruh, we AI literally just... stole everybody calculator. Like the lockers in this school they had no locks. Uh, bruh, nobody in the school had a calculator. They start leaving the calculator in the teacher classroom because <laughs> we were piling them. <laughs> and with that announcement, the Zishel's Media is going to be donating 20,000 calculators to <laughs> Olympic Christian. <laughs> Thank God for statute of limitations. But that's what, that's what this is. These are the calculators. And like you said, they don't try to make it seem like, oh, you'll be lazy learning it. Then you're going to get to a point where you can't do anything without it. Without it. So you got to learn it. You got to learn it and be advanced. But speaking of calculator math, uh, so I just went to Vegas last week. Hey, I know we didn't hey. really talk about it. Hey, shout out to me, man. I was on that crap table because, like, oh, I'm actually that man on that thing. Man, okay. nah, I told you. They said you weren't doing no slots. I said, man, roll with them dice. Man. Well, look, look, yeah, like, it, keep the table because the slots, like, my, my mentor, that's all he played, but he be mm. hitting on it. Like, he be hitting. And there was the one woman that hit for like 80 grand. Like, but she playing high dollar, pulling a hundred dollars yeah, a pool. Yeah. She like, put like at least a stack in that thing. She put five. Oh. <laughs> I said at least a stack. And look, if I would have got the five and that came out, I would have had to fight them. So, <laughs> like, so, so I stopped playing slots and keep it like, man, try to play them dice. So I pulled up a YouTube channel, you know what I'm saying? And I literally just started watching. You ain't touch the AI for that one? Nah, I ain't <laughs> look, look, this is before I got on hooked on it. So I watched like an hour and a half of straight YouTube crap content, right? Then I found a dude that was playing and I was like, yo, if I can pay you, I'll pay you, I'll pay for your next roll if you let me ask questions while you roll. So I gave him some bread and we we're doing it. So I ended up getting on the table. Let's just say I had a good night. I ain't gonna say how good a night cause I owe niggas money that watch this podcast. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Somebody ain't doing the math right. <laughs> so so look, I, had a, I, had, I had a good night, but the, then the dude was like, "Yo, you should go go play on uh, blackjack, bro." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah I can't play. I, I can't play on. blackjack." He was like, "Why not?" I was like, "Man, shit, they be moving on cars too fast, and yeah, they thought I was cheating because I was down there counting on my finger on the, under the table." <laughs> Okay, so that's a 10. Hey, hey, that's a, 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 Man, I ain't gonna lie. See, seeing niggas get put out the casino, like just seeing this move, and they grab your shirt. I thought that was gonna be Kyle. I thought, oh, I thought, see, Cal Kim wanted to do some crazy. See, that's, I got a new respect for the content creators because I was Cal cameraman. So, you know, Cal was like, you're like, man, don't be scared, bro. Hold the camera right now. Cause, you know, I'm trying to make like, I ain't with this little nigga, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it on the low. <laughs> Look, Cal, Cal was like, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to be in a casino and I want to act like I hit the lottery. I said, nah, bro, let's not try that. Like, I'm killing all. He start dancing. <laughs> I wish I knew. 
Hey, look, look. I know I was killing his buzz a little bit, but I was like, "Yeah, bro, I ain't gonna be able to do that one with you." Like, let's try, let's try another one, man. Try. No, that ain't me. So, hey, so shout out to all y'all content creators doing that wild shit, cause yeah, that ain't me, bro. Hey, <laughs> tell you, boy, that shit. It, it, it. It's new niggas though. Right. It is new niggas for real. Yeah, but saying that to say again, I'm 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 a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a new nigga drop. Hey look, I'ma say this though. For real. I want all people just get on chat GPT, try it out. If you're a business owner. Right. Just just play with it one time. Like you this ain't gonna last I'm actually gonna do an episode on it, but I'm getting better. Let me get better first. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a I'm gonna script the whole podcast. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna go all the way with it. We're gonna sample your voice, get the AI, and just do an automatic podcast. Like they have AI to do that now. Yeah, like it's it's here, man. It's and saying that to say that's me. Like I'm preparing for the zombie apocalypse. Now I'm like, how do you prepare for the zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse? And you it ain't no real way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you had a few and and me and my bro offline I've been talking about this too, like future proofing your career. Making moves like, you know, and me and my dad talked about it too. Like, there's some, like, now everybody, since COVID, everything's been reset. You got to learn a skill. Yeah. Excuse me. And there's so many different skills you can learn. AI is one of them. Trading uh, stocks is another one of them. Media, podcasting, YouTube, vlogging is another one. Like, these are new avenues that have opened up Mm -hmm. since COVID has happened. And, like, it's going to be the next wave, like, at least for a decade. Like, this and this decade is going to be those three things. You know, like stocks ain't never going nowhere. Mm-mm. AI is on the increase in media, vlogging, YouTube, podcasting. Is going to be here. You need they need content. Yeah, they need content. Mm-hmm. People are selling their catalogs. Like every time you turn around, content getting sold. Content getting sold. Justin Bieber sold his My catalog. Q, QC just cl- uh, so so did he sell the label? So I thought it was like half or something. Well, first he said to a white boy. Well, first I don't say Justin Bieber sold his whole catalog for like two hundred million. So that's that was the his first whole catalog, whole catalog, two hundred million. That ain't uh, even Q- a lot though. That was, that's that's a two hundred million. I'm talking for him though. That's Bieber. That's a lot. When when the last time Bieber came out with something? Bieber. Sti- bro, that's still Bieber. Bro. I don't know. I feel he'll, like he'll, dro- he'll drop something right now and it'll go crazy. Yeah, white people love him. They do, nah. bro. and black people listen. Yeah, he sold his rights to his entire catalog for two hundred million. And then you also had to think too. See, why are, are these celebrities dumping their stuff like that? So right now? yeah. So shout out to Joe Budden podcast and um, Pocket Watch JT uh, podcast. They broke some of this down. What's happening is the first level is all these artists are getting cash or stock options, so they're getting actual money for the catalogs. A lot of artists, you know. Jim Jones said it. Everybody be saying, own your masters, own your masters, but you're owning your masters for what if you ain't doing nothing with it, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Justin Bieber can keep his songs, but like if he's not making the deals with the Netflixes or the Universals and the movies and whoever got to do all that to get his stuff played to make money from it, you might as well cash out for $200 million. And you're getting $200 million cash, so now you can invest it, start another business, do whatever you want for it, versus, like they said, with Master P. Yeah, Master P still own No Limit, but rumors are he doesn't really have cash. Like, he's cash poor. You know what I'm saying? No. Versus what QC just did, they could have been like No Limit. You know, held it, not sold it, but who knows 10 years from now will you be looking like No Limit and try to start a new No Limit and 
nobody on the label raps anymore. And right. you know, Vert, and that's why they sell it now. Sell it for what a uh, three hundred million, two fifty cash, fifty million in stock. And the other, the last linchpin of this is the metaverse, the AI, the automation, everything that's coming down the pipe. That's why all these artists are selling their catalog because now you can start putting in music, uh, videos, YouTube's, TV shows, movies, metaverse. I can do a whole Justin Bieber concert now with a uh, uh, Justin Bieber 3D model. You put your Oculus on and you just enjoy the music. You know what I'm saying? They do with, with Biggie so, Tupac right now. So he sold, like he sold all of QC. So he don't. That's what it says. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an exact detail, but mm. right now they sold to uh, Scooter Braun's company. Scooter Braun. Yeah, is, a little white boy. Yeah, it's Justin Bieber's manager. Uh, you know, Drake shouting him out in the song. Um, the whole deal. High, it's called Hybe. Hype. Uh, three hundred million deal led by Scooter Braun. They're a South Korean music company. That's what it was. They're South Korean. So a little baby known by the South Korean. Huh? Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. They sold QC Media Holdings. So that means that's the whole thing. Because you know, we mm-hmm. sell the holding company. We sell everything. That's mm-hmm. everything. That's everything. Uh, $250 million, uh cash, $50 million in stock to Coach K and Pierre. Dang. And the roster includes Migos, which whatever's left of the Migos. Real Baby, uh, City Girls, whatever's left of the City Girls. Lil Yachty, Sports. Film and television. So I wonder who they got on the sports on the sports side. Um, oh, okay. See, I didn't know this label, Hybe, uh Hybe, They own BTS. Oh, oh, oh yeah. BTS. Well, they got the money. Yeah, they definitely got the money. They got the money. Them, them, uh, them Asian boys. They and they they bigger than Jabberwockies, but yeah. And they bought uh, uh, country music, uh, big machine label group. So they have Tim McGraw, all his stuff, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande. Mm. So they got a little, they got a little squad over there. So why are they buying all that's? See, that's what we want me. Like, why are y'all doing this mass collection? Like, yeah. what's coming? Like you said, they about to just be doing it all on this, and it's global. Like they, we played a song with them uh, Asian girls that that was hip hop, right? You know right, what I'm right. saying? Like, and we all know the the marriage between Asians and hip hop, especially Koreans right. and hip hop. So all they're doing is just leveraging this to take it global, and it's like. Okay, so let's talk about it. Uh, you know what they about to do? They about to remake Asian version of all little baby songs. Mm. Or whatever they want to do. They you got know the rights saying? to it. You do whatever they want. That'll I mean, be fire. You saw, you saw the uh, Asian boy try to take the girl's little song. Ching Ching. You, you, <laughs> you, you see the uh, Asian boy try to take that girl's song that uh, I would be one of the Yeah, yeah. Like, mm. that's what they do. Nah, not trying. TikTok did it. Yeah, they did it. They did it. BT tried to make it right. Shout out to Taji. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they took it. They just removed her sound. So the thing is, this you know, from what I heard, everybody's celebrating this deal. They're saying this is a a big deal in uh, hip hop. They said that you know this is something that uh black people, black businesses don't get an opportunity to do. I'm actually let me find uh P's um because P made a statement because people was coming at him. Uh, everybody saying how you gonna sell a black owned company to the white man during Black History Month? Uh, you sold out. I'm getting the bag. Everything yeah, for the bag. I'm going to be real with y'all. I sold just out the media last week. <laughs> for the bag? <laughs> All y'all, them boys, simply Paulette, <laughs> where the party at? All y'all motherfuckers <laughs> like, you think I wouldn't sell this shit? Shit. 
Me and Keith gonna start a new one tomorrow. Just like Keith. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> Keith Media, nigga. Build this shit up again. One more time. Hey, you're Let me tell you. Too. They say you can, you can build Keith. I have, again. I've had the privilege of being at the table talking about millions for something I've built before. And arrogantly, I turned down some stuff. Never again. Please don't. <laughs> Never again. If they, Dang. but they can have, they can offer me. I ain't gonna say what they can offer, but they can offer me a little penny, and we go. Hey, they can have a house with it. <laughs> Look, I don't even own the house. <laughs> I'm trying to give it away. Landlord <laughs> be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh, yeah. send the contract. Hey, hey man, yeah, I sold, <laughs> sold it. Man. Oh. They they own the rights to the studio. <laughs> they can send it to me like a yard sale, all equipment included. No, Cody got a new employer. <laughs> like I'm gone. Like I'm selling. I'll take the cash. Nah, I mean, you know, and and you know, we. I forgot. But I would go by my middle name, Emmanuel. I, I forgot. Jesse Emmanuel Media, bro. Like I forgot who. Uh, I'm gone. We, we talked about it before. Uh, give me the, the cash. Cause we talked about it before digging through the crates. Uh, somebody saw the catalog, and we talked about it like. You know, that's what everybody doing. Now, now the dream was dream really popped it out. Dream started selling his stuff. Yeah, that's what. It, and then, um, well, let me read y'all what P said. So everybody was saying that he sold out. He says, "I don't usually post long notes, but I recorded some thoughts tonight." There's no value in separation. I hate when they try to make someone. Hey, look, there's no value in separation. This an AI response. <laughs> 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 so we got a response to the people. Yeah, yeah, they don't need to talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much more value when people are working together and not hating and taking each other down, especially when you come from nothing. Stop thinking people are selling out. Instead, see people are selling in and see that you are building something to create more for everybody. Black entrepreneurs are not getting these opportunities on a regular basis, and they should be. I, we, don't, we don't talk about that. Let's stay inspired and celebrate the blessings and leveling up and breaking of barriers. I'm ready for the next chapter. And he, that's literally the definition of selling out. Like, you just told everybody you sold out. And, hell, it's okay if you want to sell out, but this whole uh, but black, he, black entrepreneurs are not getting these opportunities this is remnant to spend the five days, did, right? Didn't like, he buy all the Bojangles? All them Bojangles recently? Who? Him and uh, Google his I name know, uh, in Bojangles. Yeah. Like they had, because you know, they've been hanging around Mac a lot. Shout out to Matt Wellborn. Uh, old Atlanta money, millionaire, owns the most Popeyes oh, of franchises in the country. He got some McDonald's too? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And some McDonald's. Matter of yeah. fact, he started working at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I got Popeyes. Uh, so he uh he uh he owns uh he started working at a McDonald's. The McDonald's he started working at, he ended up buying it. Crazy story. He it's just Coach K, not P, but Coach K got fourteen new Bojangles coming to the Atlanta. Area. He did that like two years ago. So they been trying to diversify. Yeah, that was a little second ago. So you know. These folk coming in with the rap money, they, they get nobody. Oh, they're going to build 14 and they acquired 18. 
between Georgia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. So yeah, he finna just yeah, he just he just about to be making that you know that Magic Johnson money. Like, I mean, so I mean, but like for real though, like at what at what point, like when when will we as black people build anything? Then like when will we keep like BET gone? Uh, all of our record labels are gone or partnered up. Like, and he says, okay, black entrepreneurs don't get this opportunity, but when will you get the opportunity? to buy another company like that's that's the, the one when, good thing i can say about that greenwood gathering spot thing that they did because yeah it was a black business acquiring another black business that's cool that's cool because they could have on the on the upper level yeah there's still a white person controlling it that's what happens but the down level a black business acquiring a black business you know it doesn't happen all the time but like i think i don't think it'll ever happen now like, i think our institutions will begin to get built when See, the thing is, we are too unfamiliar with money. Mm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, I As a people, like, we, we just ain't, we ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, so when somebody get opportunity to get bread, they gonna do it. That's why everything is for the bag now. Everybody cool. You do this as long as I'm getting the bag because we ain't got a relationship with money. When you have a relationship with money, you're not moved yeah, and impressed exactly by it and you value money. other things. So like, we don't value institutions. Mm-hmm more than we value money and because if you did you would understand building institutions is how you keep money but like we don't you know so that's the issue like our our relationship with money has to get better has to get smarter and then we got to really begin to value the institutions that we build with money and we ain't doing that right now so my new barber he told me that too man but i I can't talk shit uh, because again i would say this today i ain't bad at you (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. No, nah, I mean I get it. We, yeah. I mean, we talked about. It. I mean, it's like I said. It, it's it's a uh, it's one of those things that when it happens, it, it, it's 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 complex when you feel like you are trying to actually build something and be quote unquote of the culture and you know stand on your square and be revolutionary. And then the older you get, you start realizing, oh, so everybody's just doing it for the bag. Mm-hmm. And what ultimately it is, and why I don't shun it, is because you did get damn near three hundred million in cash. So now that cash, like opening up your bank account and seeing two hundred million, now what can I really do? Can I take a million and go to the community and build up some houses? And that's the thing. What you gonna do with it? Like what you gonna? And that's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, like what are you gonna do with it? And like I said, when they brought up the Master P example, I don't know how true it is. Because, you know, of course, we don't know the man's pockets. Right. But that is the rumor. It's the rumor is that he's cash poor. Okay. He could. He should have sold no limit to Universal when he had the chance. Now it's not worth the $300 million like it is. But my thing but was. But they were also, and I want, I want you to still make a point you're about to say about your barber. I keep uh-huh. But they will also suffocate you if you try to be too independent. Yeah. Masterpiece stuff could be that valuable, but they just want to show you because. Oh, uh, you you don't beat us for so long. Mm-hmm. We about to get back at you. Like we we gonna just drown you out. We ain't gonna give you the deals. Yeah. We ain't gonna give you the opportunities. So they will try to make an example of an old independent Negro trying to do his own thing. So mm-hmm. you do got to remember that too. What you saying? What you? Oh, I was gonna say. Um, my barber he he told me that too, man. He was like, "Bro, this money don't move me, man." Because I guess he works through the cut app. So long story short, I'm not used used to using the cut app. Yeah, I had a barber that I went to. I could pay him 
cash and keep that thing moving. You old school. Now, exactly. <laughs> now that I, I, had, I had to get hip. I had to get hip to this new yeah, cut I don't, app. I don't that cut app either. Man, that thing is crazy. So I had to get used to that. And he was, because if you're a first time client, you got to put in there first time client and whoop, do, whoop, do whoop. So you can't even do an early morning appointment if you're a first time client. So as he's telling me all this, he was like, man, I had people come at me sit, trying to throw me a hundred dollars for the cut, 200. He was like, bro, I don't move me, man. I'm like, it's money. He's like, I don't care. He said, he said money, get in the app. <laughs> that money don't move me, man. I go by the app and stuff. I'm like, that's crazy. He, he tell me he sold a barbershop just because it was in a great location and stuff. And then went and got another one. So it's like, bro, you that's do crazy. what you got to do. That's crazy. Uh, cause my cousin Trey, he built that app. The cut app? The cut app. What? Yeah. A lot oh, of people use one. A lot of people yeah, use right. that, yeah. man. My cousin Trey built A lot that. of people use that. Well, I don't know all he built, but I know he had a lot. Had he had something to do with it. Yeah, okay. had a hand in it. You know what I'm saying? He might have just built one button on that bitch. You know what I'm saying? My cousin he's still, he's still getting a check. <laughs> now, nah, if Trev is a part of it, he don't work well with others, so I know he built the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, so. I'm just saying that. But nah, I, I know I know brother just like that, man, but mm-hmm. I'm old school. My me and my barber, I don't even exchange money with him. We be bothering. <laughs> Let me give you this right here. <laughs> me and my, I'll be down with this line. I, I ain't paid my barber in six years, bro. Dang. Literally. Like, shout out to Frank Nitty. Dang. Yeah. Look, I'm just reading all this and I'm like, man, this this thing goes so deep because like Ithaca Holdings, Scooter Bronze Company, is not just the record label. They also got this Mytho Studio which is a gaming studio and it was co-founded by Marvel Studios founding chairman. Wow. Like it's, that's what I'm saying. Like all this stuff is about to be integrated into games. They're just trying to do a vertical. Like, they're not trying to do any deals with anybody. No they're more. building it's, an institution, man. Yeah. They're yeah, building an institution. And it also piggybacks on what you told me. Um, I don't know. I'm part here. I don't know if they say it, but about the iHeart thing, how the, the president of there had his own company mm-hmm. and Spotify does it too. Acquiring Gimlet and, you work here now. ESPN did it to um, what's the white guy name that has all the uh, sports podcasts? Acquire them. Yeah, now you're Barstool. Barstool. Yeah. So that's what it is. You build your institution up. You literally buy all these other elements mm-hmm. to build up this one system and platform. And now you Coca Cola with all of these smart water sprites. And, and Coca Cola is an institution that's going nowhere. Right, Money's right. never going to run out. Mm-hmm. So we have to be able to build something long enough. Like and that's a, that's a, that's why capital is so important, and that's why we always sell. Because you get to a point where you are the gathering spot, and you do have to sell mm-hmm. if you want to keep it going or keep scaling up. Like because if the gathering spot was really doing that amazing, you ain't selling. Mm-hmm. You ain't selling. And when you're doing that amazing and sell, you don't stay. You know what I'm saying? The yeah, people that like this how you know when you're doing really good mm-hmm. in business and they buy you. You typically walk away and you just dry your hands and just yeah. go build the next thing. Yeah. But the fact that you're still there at the gathering spot lets you know, like there was a process you needed to cash. Not saying you were broke, not saying you were struggling, but you needed to cash in order to go to the next level. And that's what we, that's where they always get us. They hold us out on capital. They uh, literally hold us out on capital and we have to go back to them and say, look, in order for us to go here, I need this influx mm-hmm. and cash comes with uh influence. Influence usually come with ownership. So we got to sell somewhere, but shout, then, uh, yeah, shout, yeah. shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? 
Jesse Manuel Media, if y'all ever see it. <laughs> you know, you know who I'm Jesse, Jesse, he's Jim a, it's, it's big. <laughs> been Jim too. Hey, Jim, 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 y'all ever see, y'all ever see the goddamn, uh, the Jim oh. logo with the power square on top of <laughs> the square, <laughs> square on top of them. You know, hey, we got a bad. We got a bad. And then, uh, Jay Z, he just sold, uh, oh, his yeah, I've seen that. And do say for 750 million. Man, I don't like Jay Z. I don't want that. You know, people got a problem with him being number one on the list, too. Uh, let me, billboard. Let me tell you, he's number one on everybody. You know why I don't list. like Jay Z? If you ask any old white man, who the best rapper is? They gonna say Jay. They always say that. I know he ain't right. <laughs> That's how I know it. Literally, old white man say Jay Z. Bruh, I literally text you a thing where the coach was like, "Who are the best three rappers?" He was like, and then I seen this one uh the dude that be asking everybody like, "What do you do?" And how much do you make the, the, the black guy? He be like, yeah, if you can hang with any rapper, who would you hang with? Mm. Every old black man, old white man, he asks. Say Jay Z. Well, I believe that. Why, 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 why Jay Z? He's different than the rest of them. Yeah. You know why? Cause he say the protest is over. He say we passed kneeling. He passed all that black stuff. And that's why Rihanna, I don't, I don't rock with her no more. Cause she mm. performing tonight at the Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, we passed the kneeling, dog. Right. I don't know. We passed the kneeling. Yeah. We selling companies to South Korean, uh, entities. We selling our stakes and our, but in the words of Killer, in words of Killer Mike, man, you just talk cause you broke. <laughs> so, so. That would Killer Mike said. That would Killer Mike said. Killer Mike said, if you complain, if you complain, you a broke nigga. So, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't, I'm gonna let y'all do y'all thing. I'm gonna yeah. let y'all, I ain't, I ain't tripping. Shout out to P, Coach P, shout out to Jay Z, all y'all niggas who ain't doing nothing for us. Fuck y'all, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Austin and Cardi B. They got the McDonald's deal. They dropping their own Valentine deal. Oh yeah, they're supposed to be dropping a little commercial tonight too. Yeah, shout out to Cardi and Super Bowl. Hey, Offset won on that one, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got he 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 definitely came up with my son can't go white, but he can do that little Puerto Rican thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Afro Latino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Afro Latino. Yeah, yeah. My son can do that though. She claimed it. You know what I'm saying? She got that. Hey, look, that's hey Offset La Domingo. That's all he got, but. <laughs> like Cardi B kept him in the game. Yeah, right? yeah. But hey man, I do want to say this. I know we uh it's about that time. Bro, man, I love the support you be giving us. All the hate goods. I really appreciate oh, yeah. it, man. Like Keith Keith, uh I can say this. Um I've said it several times, but Keith changed my life. Like for real, for real. Like just somebody I, I remember from the beginning. Yeah, somebody that just like that believed and uh, sometimes believed even more than I believe, even if I wouldn't say it out loud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he just kind of pushed me to keep going forward. So all the growth. And sometimes you got to be so focused on where you're going next. You don't look at where you came from. So when I hear when people come in the studio, I'm like, dang, I see what y'all doing. I mean, it was a time when we were still in the radio time. We were still in the studio time. Mm-hmm. So it's, exactly. it's, it's definitely it's has still been. still here, bro. Don't, don't pull up yet. It's still here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it, it definitely has been growth, but that growth wouldn't have happened. I can tell you, none of this would have happened without Keith. And Keith come from y'all. So to all the hate goods in this studio, I thank y'all for building this brother up. You know what I'm saying? That he built me up. And like he has contributed to the success of my family and our timeline and our family tree. So, you know, he family on our end, y'all the same way with us. So definitely, definitely. I mean and vice versa, bro. You know Max. what I'm saying? This this thing right here, uh actually shout out to my Uncle Al. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Al's the one that told me 
hey man, you listen to all that bullshit radio. Thirteen eighty W A L K. Wow, check yeah, this out right man, here. Facts. Check this out right here. Facts. And I was listening. He said Derrick Bozeman. Mm-hmm. He real. So I listened to Derrick Bozeman show. He had mm-hmm. his young brother on there. Don't an event for black fathers, and I was at the time trying to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. we just kept seeing each other all the events. Asked the nigga to put me on, uh, but he ain't do me like Sherrod did him. He put me into the crate. He put me on. Sherrod, Sherrod told Elgin, nah, nah, man, ain't gonna do it. That nigga Elgin wanted more than me. Nah, I do remember that because I remember the last time Elgin like, look, we ain't really paying, we only got nothing, but like, I see you everywhere, you rocking, you rocking, bro. Like, at least pay for your food. Yeah, you ain't gonna be hungry. You ain't gonna come over here hungry. Exactly. Uh, but I do love this too, man. I think the, I'm gonna be real. I think the biggest compliment you can get from anybody in the world is a proud sibling. Oh yeah. Cause they know you. Yeah. They know you better yeah. than your parents yeah. know you. Mm-hmm. They see the skeleton. Uh-huh. They know you ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so when true. a sibling, <laughs> so when a sibling be like, like my, my siblings are proud of me. Yeah, like that, sure. that means more to me than anything. The way my sisters talk about, like my sister think I can do, they be calling me and be like, can you get me backstage yet? Uh, like, like for real, like they, and they put, they believe with all their heart that I can do it. You got the juice. You know what I'm saying? And that right there, like keep me going. So when I see you and like when every time I see you coming, I'm like, oh, that's my nigga right there, bro. Cause like seeing a sibling mm-hmm. support another sibling is no higher, it's no greater compliment. Cause typically people don't support you cause they know you. They're like, cause sometimes being successful is calling yourself what you're not, but what you're going to be. You know what I mean? Uh, and it, Russ calls it a level of delusion. Yeah. It's, it's a book he got called uh, Get Out Your Way. I post it on IG. It's actually pretty good. He said you have to have a level of delusion. And he said before he put out his first rap song, he was just telling everybody, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a platinum rap star. And he was like, you ain't getting a song out. Uh-uh. Then it happens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, so, and it's almost harder for a sibling to see it because they were like, no, you're not. Like I know what you were doing. I see. You know what I'm saying. I, I gotta see it. Yeah. I gotta see it. Right. So to see that, you know what I'm saying. To see your support for keep me. I love that, bro. For real, for real. And, nah, and keep talking about you all the time. Like you like you be cruising at 75. Oh, I'm gonna stay cruising at 75 now. <laughs> you like? I don't know. I might shouted. gotta. I adjust it. <laughs> you like yellow dress <laughs> shouted? Oh no. Nah. Yeah, she she, she cru- said the same thing. She said she cruising at 75. Too. But at least she down here though. At least <laughs> at least our speed limit is higher. <laughs> nah, man. But I, I really ain't gonna lie. That Hall of Fame thing, like that's that's a big shot for Carrie. Oh, I'm proud of you too. Cause it. I remember I remember the days of us, you know, being siblings growing up, mm-hmm. and I used to get all these academic awards, right? And my she used to fill up like the whole wall. We used to share a room. So my she used to fill up the whole wall. Carrie would have a couple, but then he would hoop, right? So he would hoop. No, you have a couple. But you, I had some on you that. I got I, I started coming on your, I start coming on your side and you start see, getting see, mad. See, see, you start OG getting mad. You start getting mad. Hey, pop, get on the mic. Get on the mic, man. How many you had, pop? Hold on, we got that. Hold on, pop. When it came to the room now, who had all them academic awards? Come on, pop. Get on the mic. Get on the mic, pop. Put it on wet. See? Damn it, I know I'm right, but he don't want to get on wet. Nah. He don't want to get on wet. But then, but, Carrie started doing his thing in basketball. And I just remember it, it was a time when Carrie was supposed to come to my high school. And he didn't want to come. No, I was there in ninth grade. But you didn't want to stay. You were like, I, I want to do my own thing. I, I went to I Riverdale. I do my own thing. I went to Riverdale because. To do your own thing. Really, that and because 
the coach favoritism, man. Mm-hmm. And I just knew I wasn't, I wasn't gonna get the fair shot that I knew I had in me if I'd have stayed there. But then what's crazy after I go to Riverdale, tenth grade year, the coach quits, and then the coach who was my ninth grade coach became the head coach. So I could have stayed at North Clayton, really. And it, it would have been different, there? but yeah, I mean, and you played your own play, play. yeah, because you know man, saying? my my like my my class from middle school from North Clayton Middle, we was like champions in football and basketball. So they already knew when we came to the high school, they already knew we was gonna be right. something at we least going up. So even though I didn't stay at North Clayton, they went to the final four just like we went to the final four. Mm-hmm. They still they still had some good players, but it was just if we all would have stayed together, like man, even, even my boy Ghani, yeah. Ghani started with us, and then he went to Norcross and won two rings. But he was at Riverdale with us, tenth grade year. That's that's another pod. That's that, another. That, man, that's a, that's another that's pod another for real. Because it's like it's just the opportunities that these kids have nowadays. Social media is crazy, and we, I came in right. I damn so you got my brother nil. Like, deal, boy. dang. Yeah, I mean, shit. I'm, I'm reading the resume. Dang. Like, I'm like, dang this, bro. Like, man, like no cap, man. I know Steph shoot deep, but bro, I'm one step after the after half court letting it rip. I could I could have got you like, this Popeyes deal. Dude, I would have been, been singing it. <laughs> I got Popeyes. <laughs> that would have been your boy, you know, man. But, 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 but he, he went and, and blazed his own path. And like, yeah. to see you get the Hall of Fame, it's like, it paid off. And it did. I brought both of, uh, I brought Cohen and Kennedy with me and they got to see. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, I'm telling them middle school is important. Don't get me wrong. It is. But the, the work you put in in high school really kind of reverberates mm-hmm. and you can end up coming back. So they're like, oh, that was pretty cool. And like, they got to see their uncle get in the Hall of Fame. Nah, so it's it, like a thing. It's you know? real. Like, I always tell people where I'm from. And people don't know the real reason why I do that. One, because I don't like when folks be like, they from Atlanta, but they really from Gwinnett. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But two, really from Riverdale. Really from two, Riverdale. <laughs> one goal that I want, I want to be put on the notable citizens list for Walton County Wikipedia page. Oh, that's a good I got two cousins. I got two cousins that's on it. You know what I'm saying? Old girl Olivia that was in the Olympia, Olympics in 2020. Mm, mm, she just got added on it. Mm. Like when you go on that list, I, I know about five people on it, but two of them are my cousin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like that list right there. When you are from Monroe population, 13,898 people, mm. like them young people need to see that. Like you can get up out of there and you can do something else for real, for real. Cause I know people ain't moving the way I move when you come from Monroe. So I like I feel you on going back when you say you can go back and you can actually do something. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, it's dope. Especially it's nice to get to see the banners up there too. Have our 2007 class final four. Like that's good, man. Like everybody don't have that. But yeah, you could, you go to the school, you play sports and all that, but if you don't have something that kind of sticks. It's a different feeling, man. Yeah, nah, I like that. Nah, nah, nah. So when when they do go to the class, you got to come back like oh. Uh, Kareem did LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> he got, he got <laughs> hit the ball. Yeah, he got my head down. <laughs> my he got hit the whole time. <laughs> These little niggas into the final four. <laughs> they don't want a state championship. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm gonna make y'all laugh too. So, uh, so Josh Powell, right? He plays the NBA. Oh, that is so, funny. So my son, <laughs> your son, yeah, my son, like, come was like, hey, dad, you dad, take a picture with him. I'm like, what you talking about? He was, he was in the NBA, right? Like, I never met nobody famous. And then so, he was going to the house so, game that next night, too. Yeah, so he's going to he go take a picture. So you take the picture. Shout out to Josh, too. Man. Hey, you shout cool out to Josh. Dude. He take the picture. So it was cool. 
So then, you know, Josh was like, oh, you, he asked like, I want to get in the picture. I'm like, nah, I ain't going to get my Hall of Fame over here. <laughs> so, uh, after, after you take, <laughs> so after you take a picture, uh, my oh, brother, one of my, one of my nephew like, oh, you don't want to take a picture with your uncle? <laughs> <laughs> and that shit, it was that crazy. Shit, that shit like, uh, Dave Chappelle like Kevin Hart show. <laughs> it was exactly He's like funny, that. Dad. <laughs> he like Dad. Can we please go? <laughs> but it it, it was kind of cool to see because I, I was looking at Josh and Carrie at the same side. I'm like, okay, I. It's funny because you know we all see basketball players, right? And they all tall. Yeah. My brother's six foot, so they tall. But then when you see basketball players with other basketball players, it's a different ball short. game. It's a different ball <laughs> so game. So even Cole was like, yeah, he made Carrie look kind of short. <laughs> But yeah. it, it was good, man. It, it was it was a good. It was you were dunking in high school, yeah. Not like how I was in college. No, in college, college. Yeah. Where you played in college? I went to McLennan out in Texas. That's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. That's his Texas roots. Yeah, okay. yeah, that could be another pod, man. Just going back on a learning experience. I was so quick to get back to this side. I should have stayed out there. But mm. you know, things you learn as you get older. Dead about that, shaking the head, shaking the head. He know. Yeah, until he finally came out there and saw. I'm like, man, I need to whip. You don't need no whip. You don't need no whip. Finally came out there. We live uh, with 12, 15 minutes from the school. Came out there, man. He's like, oh, you really do need a car out here. I'm like, yeah, man. Like, we don't live around around the corner from the school. Like, we, no, live. we know that car distraction. Exactly. <laughs> we know we know that stuff. We know, we know that. We know that had a, I ain't even go to college. And I knew that. <laughs> That's how I used to, to get them. I had the car. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Pulling up on campus. I had to put my car on ice when I was in college. They started knowing my little work. Because uh, my license was suspended. So they used to know me. Said, hey, good. Now, come on now. <laughs> like, I remember the second time they caught me. They were like, bro, you know your third time. Like, we're going to lock you up. They caught me third time. They take me in there. They start booking me, doing the fingerprints. And a lady look at me, and she says, "I know you've been here before. I know this your third time." But the system kept saying it was my first time. Fort Valley old country asses that updated their system, but didn't back up the system. <laughs> so they had brand new computers. <laughs> nah, this is my but first they, time. But didn't back up the system. <laughs> so when they hit me, killed them my first time. I was like, oh. Open them doors. I'm out. <laughs> like, nah. I, I know you've been here before. That lady looked at me and said, I know. Nah. Let me out, play boy. Like, I'm out of here, Sean. Hey, just open these doors. I can walk from here. Like, I, I will walk. <laughs> like, I won't touch this car no more. But that's how country Fort Valley was. But, yes, I know. Man, we, uh, I know we coming to the end, but we can get to the, uh, Talk our shit, but we, we talk it later. We like it. Hey, man, I just enjoyed my brother being here, man. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my brother said he was supposed to be here when Ma was here, but yeah. now, bro, you see, we got the plants now. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, so you wouldn't have got the full effect last night. Yeah. See, you got the lighting, right? See, your lighting would have been off on that episode. I ain't mad you know at it, man. I'm just, I'm happy for y'all because I, I know I was there from the beginning. So to see where it was and to see where it's at now, man, this is a blessing, man. I'm still like looking around like y'all done made it. Damn and man. I know, and it was crazy. Y'all got another level that y'all about to extend to. And we oh, always got another level. Now. We <laughs> so, super so, Saiyan. Exactly. I already it's, know. It's I loading. seen that episode. It's loading. Which y'all like Super Saiyan 2 right now? Yeah, yeah, I would say 2. Yeah, I yeah, like 2. Right yeah, okay. okay. That, mean, y'all ain't even hit God with the blue, yeah, with the blue hair. Yeah. But once we hit God, we ain't pied no more. I, it's gonna be I was going to say that. Say that. Say I was going to say it's that. Gonna be it's going to be ultra instinct. Up. It's going to be automatic. <laughs> <laughs> just Jesse Manuel meeting. 
Stadium Square. <laughs> hey, but nah, man, uh, any, tell the people how they can find you, how they can connect with you, you know what I'm saying? Hall of Famer. Where you oh. taking autographs, all that good stuff? Uh, <laughs> I wish, maybe one day. I'm still out here working, but you know, I'm on, I'm on IG. Is it KDH3 good? That's about it. You know, I, I be trying to get on TikTok, man, but I'm not on it, to be honest with you. It's all good. Yeah, I need to, I need to get hip. You an old nigga. It's all good. Man. I really am, man. <laughs> <laughs> cross I, I really, oh, I definitely am. How old are you? I'm 30, 33. I'll be 34. Oh, yeah, you're old. Yeah, we'll be 30, yeah, 35. It's, yeah. it's done. It's over with. Yeah, trust me. I don't, I don't be tripping. All right, man. Go ahead and do the sign off, Keith, man. It's, it's, it's your, it's your, uh, it's, it's hey, good day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is how we do. Keith on. Hey, Goods in the building. Mm. Shout out to just Eldridge Media. Shout out to Eldridge. Definitely my player partner for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely doing this thing. Shout out to my pops. My pops is my number one supporter. Always believes in me. Don't he don't let nobody talk trash about me. Yeah. Look, he be like, not too much on Keith, not too much on Keith. That was the old Keith. <laughs> it's the new Keith. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we out of this thing, man. And you know how we gotta leave, man. We gotta leave with our uh Grammy Award nominated song. You know what I'm saying? Fuck with it. You gotta do the outro now. Do it right. We love you and we need you. And we can't wait to see you next time. There you go. Hey, keep it up. Everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a cool tree. Everybody know about the scammers, about the trappers, and what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast. I'm trying to hit it real now. Hear perspective. We on to keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, oh, oh. It's just Eldridge. It's just Eldridge. Tuning on the podcast, yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.